What is up, everybody, and welcome back to DW Sports, episode 13. I am your host, Will Feller. And I'm your co-host, Davis Garrett. And today, we have another very special guest on our show today. It's a me, Mario. What's up? How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for coming on. Um, so, Davis and I have both been watching your TikToks for a while. We've seen um, your progress in, in basketball and, you know, developing your skill set and training with um, R2, which is a very good trainer. He trains a lot of good guys. Um, so, the first thing I want to ask you is um, – when did you want to start trying out basketball and developing your skill set again? Like what made you want to start trying that again? Um, well, I started doing it during quarantine because I'm a volleyball player. So I was doing volleyball. I had no interest really in basketball until I started just playing for fun in quarantine, making videos on TikTok. Um, and then people were saying they'd be interested in me um, making more videos about um, just showing my my journey on it because I, I I was I was a lot worse than I am now so I was like yeah okay you know if that's what people are interested in sure um, and then I ended up starting liking to like basketball better and it, it's fun I still love volleyball but yeah that, that's why I started doing that's why I started doing it and my first couple of videos were just because I saw other people doing it on TikTok and I'm like oh it was fortune telling basketball that's what it was it's like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, I'll try and just throwing a ball behind my back, you know, saying stuff. That's how, that's how it all started. <laughs> yeah. So have you been playing volleyball for a little while too, like before basketball? More recreationally, yeah. I wasn't on like a real team, but yeah, for five, about five years. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's cool that you guys have that that two sport thing going. That's always good um, for workouts and stuff like that. Um, as I mentioned before um about r2 like what's it like training in such like a big gym that you've seen all over you know flights channel and cash nasty's youtube channel what's it like training in that you know that hoop house gym with r2 uh it feels great <laughs> got to meet got get to meet got to meet Dazir. Mm -hmm. um i don't know who i don't know who i'll be meeting this time because i'll be going down again in september so um to meet mopey and then yep yeah and then maybe I don't know who else is at uh, R2's gym, but yeah, it, it was a great experience. It was fun. The gym's smaller than I thought it was, but yeah, it's it was, it was a good experience. Good training from R2. Um, it, it was very much worth it, even though even though it was a short time. What, in your opinion, would you say is the biggest thing you've taken away from R2 that's helped your basketball game? Uh, shooting. Shooting. Yeah. Yeah, I've I watched your videos, man, and your shooting has improved a lot, like a lot. Yeah, it needs work, but it's a lot better than shooting two-handed. So yeah, yeah, you're trying, and that, that's really all you can do. Um, yeah, working hard at it. So yeah, yeah it's a lot better. <laughs> um, so also, you have you hit over a million followers on TikTok, man. Congratulations on that, by the way. Oh, thank you. Did you ever did you ever believe that you were gonna have 1.1 million followers on TikTok in your in your wildest dreams ever? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, I never even thought I was gonna do TikTok. Honestly, I was I I was in YouTube for so long. 
that's why I would never want to uh, do TikTok. I was just using it to promote my YouTube channel, and then that changed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So did you, did, was your YouTube channel also It's a Me Mario before TikTok? Yeah. That's pretty cool, bro. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All my social media is It's a Me Mario. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back to like training with R2 and like what, I'm going to go back to Jazair. What is, what was it like seeing a seven foot giant like that? Like, oh, crazy. crazy. Yeah. It was crazy because you know i'm i'm sure as it is you know um just seeing someone that's over you know over six foot means means seven foot is i don't i can only imagine how weird that feels you know you're just so because like when i stand on a step stool that's probably what it feels like to be seven foot you know like <laughs> you know it's like imagine you being that tall for your whole life where you're staying you're basically staying on a step stool you know yeah. Like a foot and a half. For me, it's a foot and a half step stool. No, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it it was fun. We played a mock. We played a mock game. You know, only like some two points. He wasn't trying, just for the fans. You know, just so I could say we did it. We did something. Yeah. But right. Yeah. He he could have crushed. He could have crushed me if he wanted to. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he's a big dude, but. I mean, everybody wants to see one v one fight. Um, how's that? How's that working out for you? Have you gotten into contact with them? What's that been like? Um, I, yeah, everyone asks me that. Yeah, unfortunately, right now, um, right now it's not working out because he's not responding to. Um, I'm sorry, it's my little brother. Lena, you can't be in here right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're, you're good. Anyway, yeah, so um yeah, so he he hasn't been responding to me. He knows <laughs> he knows who I am. Um yeah. because you saw that he trash talked me in one yeah. of the videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so he knows and I've talked to R2 and R2 hasn't told him yet, but um I haven't seen him in person and R2 hasn't seen him in person to tell him. So right now it's an it's a no, but he, yeah, I, he hasn't like told me no or yes in person because you know uh, on a reaction video you know it's not a really good answer because I he says things all the time you know yeah he doesn't always he doesn't always mean it or you know because he, he trash talks everybody basically <laughs> when that that says oh I'm I'm gonna go against you he says oh I'll beat him or you know yeah, but he, you, he you, may may not you know. Yeah, even players in the NBA, he talks to like oh, that. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I can totally beat that guy," but in reality, he'd get like twenty-one would by him. <laughs> um, Probably, I don't, yeah, against someone in the NBA. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I would too, dude. But yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, um, yeah. Right now, we got Mopey for sure, so yeah. that's cool. Um, maybe some people from Two Hype too. We'll, we'll see. Is Rug? Is he from Two Hype? No, he's not, but... No, I was going to say. <laughs> I, know, I know you were talking about it with him, right? Yeah, so Phase Rug said yes, but we haven't got anything more, uh, like a date or anything. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. He just hasn't... He hasn't... Um, he didn't follow me on Instagram or anything, so I can't really talk to him. So, but he did say yes. He said, let's do it. So, we'll see what happens with that. But, yeah, Mopey reached out to me 
and that's why we're able to make it work. So after I reach out to him, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what made you like when you started playing basketball? I'm sure there were going to be some frustrating parts in it. Um, when you started like taking it serious and like training and stuff, uh, what made you want to keep going even when things weren't going good for you um, and keep developing your skill set? Well, I'm I'm still struggling with that because I'm still because my my left hand is really weak. So I getting that um, getting that consistent dribble is just super mm-hmm. super hard for me right now. But yeah, the reason why I keep going is because well now now I enjoy it. It's it's yeah. fun. Um, that's obviously that's obviously a good reason to keep going. If you enjoy if you enjoy a sport, don't stop because you know your left your left hand's weak. Yeah. But I also have I also have fans that want to see see me keep going too. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, I like I said I I didn't enjoy basketball until recently, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's why. Um, speaking of your fans, what do you want your fans to learn from you? You know, watching your TikTok videos. I know you post other things rather than just basketball. So what's the number one thing that you hope your fans, you know, take away watching from your videos? The main thing is just, um, well, I, I try to, I try to be, um, I try to look at everything positively. Um, they know, they know that I'm a, I'm a Christian TikToker. So my main goal is to, um, share, share the love of Jesus. That's my main goal, not just be positive. So that's what I want them to know about me, regardless of they, if they like basketball or not. Yeah. Um, so that, that's the main thing I want to communicate to to them. And if and this applies to anything, even if it's not basketball, you know, you know, continue. If you uh, don't let people tell you you can't do it, uh, you can't do something. Um, if you if you're able to uh, work work at it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, because people are saying, "Oh, you're really uncoordinated. You have autism," which I don't know. I don't know what has anything to do with basketball. Right. But people say anyway, which is weird. Uh, I understand the left hand, but autism has nothing to do with playing basketball. Yeah. <laughs> nothing at all. Um, yeah, just push past it because um, we we're all gonna get hate. But yeah, you know, you gotta focus on gotta focus on what like the people that are supporting you and saying keep going and yeah just make wholesome content that that's why i would tell people just, so you don't you don't feel like you're compromising something you know like you're making you're being hated for something that could be interpreted as being inappropriate or you know whatever it might be you know um in basketball what do you think is the biggest skill set that you developed from when you first started playing until right now What's the biggest that I've developed or need to develop? That you have developed, gotten better at the most. Um, well, I'd say even though my dribbling still isn't great right now, um, it has gotten better, um, being more comfortable. And I'd say the biggest, probably one of the biggest improvements is just shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, just because being more comfortable when I shoot in a game, game because most of my opponents are six foot. Yeah. Or more higher, taller, so it can be difficult to get a good shot off if they're good defenders, you know. Right. Um. 
yeah. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things I would say I've improved on. It's just that. And also, I'd say the defense has gotten a lot better, too. Um, just being because I, I'm not one I'm not one to push back I don't like pushing back when someone's like posting up obviously you don't push them but you know you just do a hand check and kind of put a little force behind it so they can't mow you down mm-hmm. you know and get to the basket easily yeah uh, I never had to do that I never played that way because I, I know I just never wanted to but now I'm like, you know, what? I have to do that, especially against people that are heavier than me. I have to at least put some resistance because uh, most people are going to be heavier than me. You know, you got to be you got to make it up with aggressiveness. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I play basketball and football as well. And I literally like my skill set is almost like the same as yours, except I'm a lefty. So I'm good with my left hand, but I'm weak on my right hand. Sort of one of your weaknesses is with your left hand. And also, you know. Um, I'm more of a stronger guy, but I'm not, I can't handle the ball that well. And I can't shoot that well in my, my real life. So, you know, I have the same problem as you where I'm always guarding guys bigger than me and, you know, having them post me up, it's, it's pretty tough to guard. Um, you know, it's a struggle down there in the post. Um, and I know you were talking about staying positive earlier. Um, you know, keeping a positive mindset. How, how do you always stay positive, you know, with all the haters, or when things aren't going anywhere, how do you maintain your emotions and stay positive all the time? Well, the thing is, I'm not always I'm not always positive. It might be always positive in my videos, but I'm not always positive in real life. That's just just the truth. Um, I do struggle with things. I do I do get depressed. I do um, get do get discouraged at times. But um, the reason why the reason why I am po- the reason why I am positive on TikTok and why I am, I am able to be more positive than others is just because I first of all I don't look at what I have as like something I try not to look what I have as like I deserve deserve it I try I try to look at uh, um, from a humble point of view just mm-hmm. like like in the Bible it says God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble so I want to um look at nothing I have is like something I deserve. So when it is taken away, you know, or when people do come at me, I don't feel like I deserve better, you know, mm-hmm. like how dare they are, how, you know, how dare this happen? Like I, like as if I deserve anything better, like I, I don't, um, but whatever I do have, obviously want to use it and be grateful for it. Um, but people that act entitled are going to be, uh, are not going to be as positive because they think they deserve more than what they already have. Um, and that, that's what I would say is why I'm, I'm positive is because uh, everything I have is a plus because I, I don't deserve anything. Uh, none of us do actually. None of us deserve anything. So everything I have above zero is a plus. So we're always going to have something, something that we don't deserve. So that's a way to look at it that can make you more positive. Right. Always look at the bright side. Um, what? Mm-hmm. I have another question. What's like your end goal in like all this training and stuff? Like, is there a certain person you want to one v one at the end of it, or like just what's your end goal of all this? Um, I just want to keep doing one v ones. I just want to mm-hmm. continue going, maybe going down this path path of as a video creator. Um, maybe go to YouTube. Um, 
I don't know if it'll be like anyone like, you know, cash or like flight, you know, probably or anyone like that. But um, I want to, you know, just keep going where, with I'm going. And I, I would like, I wouldn't mind going against flight. I, I, there's other people I like the 1v1 just for fun, you know, just for experience. But yeah, the, right now I, I don't have a clear direction. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. And that's it, really. Yeah, that's that's a really hard thing for people to understand is that you got to live in the moment. And, I mean, you can't look too far ahead in the future. And if you live in the moment, then you'll be fine. If you look too far ahead in the future, then something could not go your way and then you could get upset. Yeah, and that's, that's what's happened sometimes is that people think I'm – people some people follow me thinking i'm gonna go against flight and then when they find out it's not working out right now they unfollow or whatever you know and it, it's just because it, it just doesn't work it's just not working out right now and some people think it's my fault you know <laughs> act like it's my fault it's like eh, it's you know i'm doing my best but you know if if flight's busy or, or whatever it is i'm not gonna say one way or other because i don't know i don't know flight yeah. um yeah, so he he could he could be ducking it. He could he could just be busy. You never know. So I just have to, yeah. Like yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen in the future, but I have I do have a plan, obviously. But yeah, I have to be uh, willing for it to change if if need be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I just love um seeing your progress through you know, videos and TikToks. I love, you know, your message that you like to send out to younger kids or people watching you. And I love the fact that, you know, you've never given up. Um, you know, you take, you take what God's given you and you've, you've made, you know, happiness out of that. And that's just an amazing quality to have in a person, you know? Um, and yeah, that, that's just a very, very cool thing, um, to have as a trait. So, um, thank you for joining the show today. Um, I really appreciate it a lot. Um, I'm sure our viewers will appreciate it as well. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining our show. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me. No yeah. problem. All right. All right. So, um, me and Davis are going to get into a little bit of NBA basketball for the uh, last 10 minutes. The Pacers just lost to the heat. So we're going to be talking about, you know, that a little bit, um, sort of disappointing, I know, but, um, yeah, you know, the Pacers, what were your takes on that? Uh, I mean, hey, we were down 18 in the first in the first half at halftime. We were down 18, which is, let's be honest, that's just embarrassing. I mean, I would hate to be down 18, but I mean, we, can ke we kept our composure. And we were down, well, we were down like four. We were down 20 at one point. And then we cut it to four. We cut it to two. And then at the end of the game, the heat just started to pull away. And, I mean, I I don't really know. I don't really have a lot of takes other than we're going to get swept. So, um, uh, I mean, the Pacers are down 3 nothing right now. Um, we all know they're probably going to get swept. And here's the thing. I said I hate losing to the heat in the past. And guess what? It happened again. Um. And the Pacers actually didn't – you know, the Heat weren't hitting as many shots as I thought they did in the past two games. And the Pacers didn't necessarily play bad again. I just feel like this game was more of foul trouble. You know, 
um, Oladipo had five and Brogdon had five late, which were two of our main leading scores. And honestly, um, Hero and Brogdon weren't doing their thing as they usually do in the past two games. Um, so I think you with meant the, Hero and Robinson, right? Yeah, here, Tyler Hero. Said, you said Hero and Brogdon. Oh, Hero and Robinson. That's my fault. Um, yeah, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. You know, they did their thing. And honestly, I think the Pacers need to change up a little bit in the offense. I think we need to pick up a little bit more defenders and guys that can rebound in the post. And Gogo Batadze will help with that a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Davis, do you think the Miami Heat are going to make, like, a deep run into the Eastern Conference? Because the East isn't really that good besides a couple of teams. So do you think they have a chance of making it to the finals or even the Eastern Conference finals? I think they have a chance to make it into the finals. I mean, I said it in the last episode, but I think they're definitely going to beat going to beat the Bucks because I mean the Bucks lost to the Magic, which is just embarrassing. Let's just be honest here. The the Magic should have got swept in the first round, but they didn't. So I think I think yeah, for sure the Heat are going to make it to the finals, and I mean they're going to make it close with uh, any team they play because they just have shooters. So that'll be interesting to see what happens, but. Honestly, I think that the best matchup in the East would be the Celtics in the Heat. Um, you know, the Heat are going to have to go through Milwaukee, and the Celtics are going to have to go through the Raptors. So either way, I think the Celtics are going to make it into the into the Eastern Conference Finals. That Bucks Heat series will be a good one. But you know, like you said in the past couple episodes, all the Bucks should have is Giannis, and you can sprinkle in Chris Middleton in there a couple of times. But if Chris Middleton's off, then the Bucks don't have a good game. And if he's on, they have a good game. And, you know, if you watch Giannis Antetokounmpo, he drives down the lane like a freight train and just dunks it. I mean, that's just what he does, and you can't stop it. Um, so, you know, yeah, the Heat and the Bucks would be a good series. I think the Heat and Celtics are going to make it into the Eastern Conference Finals. But going back to the Pacers – what do you think the Pacers would need to do to upgrade their team to actually make it past the first round in the playoffs? Maybe not something big, but something small. Like, what do you think they would need? Well, I mean, I think you know what I'm going to say, but the Pacers need to get rid of the big man in the middle, Miles Turner. I swear the dude hasn't helped us one game. I swear he hasn't. I mean, you took the – I mean, you see what he did last game. He he just couldn't rebound tonight. I mean, late game situations, the dude just wasn't rebounding, and you know that cost us the game because who who was it who had the rebound at the end of the game? Bam Adebayo. Yeah, and we had four players on him, and you know who wasn't one of the players? Miles Turner because he's just god awful. So I think they need to get rid of him. Uh, I think they need to play Goga more because Goga seems to be good and they just don't play him. So hopefully next season. I mean, I know I've said off the show that we need to get rid of Miles Steve multiple times. But honestly, like some some of the stuff I say, like my dad and Neil, I'm just joking around. Like, like I'm being serious, but I'm like not like putting my full thought into it. And honestly, if the Pacers keep Miles Turner – Okay, I don't think we necessarily need to get rid of him. 
But I think if you can bring in somebody like even like a Boban Monjanovic, um, in a couple of years, that you can run Miles at the four and Boban at the five coming off the bench. Because you can't forget we have Sabonis as well. So even if you start Boban, which probably wouldn't happen, but theoretically, if you need a better rebounder, if you're going up against a, a tall team, you might want to put Boban in there and put Domas in there. And Domas, he can play the five too. So if you get rid of Miles, you can get, you know, a solid power forward. Um, somebody that I would have in mind that the Grizzlies would never give up, but somebody that I would love to have is Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, at the power forward and Domas at the five. Um, but Miles Turner making $18 million. I mean, here's the thing. Miles Turner, he's a great shot blocker. And for a big man, he's a great three-point shooter. And his, his on-ball defense isn't that great. And his rebounding isn't that great. So I don't think we need to get rid of him. But I just think that we need somebody else to help him out there. Because, honestly, $18 million is too much. What do you think about that deal, $18 million? Like I said, Miles Turner is just god-awful, in my opinion. Especially, <laughs> You're wrong. He's not god-awful. He's just – no, he's not. Especially, he's not bad. He's especially just, in the playoffs. He's got awful. So I just don't. I think eighteen million is way too much to be given. Miles Turner. He's not even that bad. It's just his rebounding just always comes at the worst times. You know what I'm saying? You know he, he's bad. So I mean, I hope he listens to the show. I'll be interested to see what happens. Um, but eighteen million is just way too much money for him because he's. I just don't understand how he doesn't rebound in late game situations when, when like early game, yeah, he he rebounds fine. Like I don't have a problem with him in the early game, but late game the dude just literally doesn't rebound, and it frustrates me because I look at him. There's literally like all five guys literally guarding Bam Adebayo, who's literally just rebounds it and put it back up, and it makes me mad. Well, I mean, $18 million is probably too much. But, like, I think he's deserving of $7 million, $8 million a year. I don't think 18 necessarily because then, you know, think about it. If we cut off $10 million of that deal, there's two solid role players off our bench that could help us if somebody goes down. You know, if somebody goes down on the Pacers, instead of putting in somebody like TJ Leaf or, like, Alize Johnson, who, by the way, actually is a, he's a great rebounder. He's a beast at the boards. Um, putting in some, some guys that, you know, aren't necessarily too experienced playing that, that NBA basketball level. Um, we could have, you know, we could bring in a vet like that. But, yeah, I would not say that he's, he's bad. But then again, if we take $10 million off his contract, he's definitely not re-signing with us because he's going to want, like, max deal when he's not getting that. But knowing how knowing how you're ripping on Miles Turner this episode, would you really be mad that he's gone? No, I wouldn't be mad that he's gone. So who who are you gonna who who would you want instead of Miles Turner on our team on our starting lineup? I don't know. Exactly. Not Miles Turner though, I'll tell you that much. I mean, you are wearing a TJ Warren jersey. I know you guys can't see that, but he's wearing a TJ Warren shirt and not a Miles Turner shirt. Yeah. Um I wonder why, though. But, I mean, seriously, though, if you cut $10 million, like, that's 
That's two solid role players. But he's not going to – but if we cut off $10 million and take his contract to $8 million, do you really think the man's going to re-sign with us? No, but if he doesn't re-sign with us, then we free up all $18 million. Therefore, we can sign to – you know, we can probably sign a $12 million deal that, that's a starter caliber player and a $6 million deal that's a bench player or two $9 million. You know, you can, you can do a ton with that. Um, you can do a ton with that deal. Split it up into two pieces. I mean, when people come to Indiana, I feel like they do a lot better than they did on other teams. Because if you think about it, you know, Lance Stevenson went to Indiana the first time, did well, switched teams. He didn't do very well at all. Comes back to Indiana and does well again. Victor Oladipo didn't do good in Oklahoma City, didn't do good in Orlando. Comes to Indiana and starts coming on fire. And then, you know, obviously the injury um, didn't help that much at all. TJ Warren, I guess you could put him in the argument too. Um, he was still, he was still solid in Phoenix, but I feel like he's just playing a, a tad bit better, you know, passing the ball and being a, a better team player Sabonis, than he was in Phoenix. Sabonis was an all-star when he came. So, I mean, the Pacers have a good coaching staff. They have go they can develop their players, but I mean, Turner is just not it. I'm sorry, but I hope he watches this for yeah, real. I hope he does too. <sighs> Anyways, um, thank you guys so much um for joining this episode today. Davis and I both appreciate all the support all through these 13 episodes. Um our social media is of course Twitter and Instagram, DW Sports with two S's on the end. Snapchat, DW underscore sports, email dwsportsshow at gmail.com and make sure to tune in for episode 14 very very soon we're talking about fantasy football man fantasy football is coming back to life um and i'm excited so thank you guys for joining today for this interview with it's a me mario and talk about the indiana pacers thank you guys so much for joining thank you